you're having fun with your friends and you're rolling dice. You're playing make-believe and it's really nice. Side quest, side sesh. That's the name of this show. <laughs> you're trying out a new theme song each week? Is that the yeah, idea? Yeah, I think that's a good one. That, that one was solid good. one. That was think about that, yeah. like, harmonize, like, side quest. That's the name of the show. We need to get like a full gospel choir. If that can ever happen again in human in human experience, I think we should totally get that for for that. Choirs are definitely quarantine friendly. I think we we have to call up Whoopi and see if she can get us into Sister Act three, complete the trilogy. There it is. It's the movie everybody wants, and they don't even know it. <laughs> if you tolerated Sister Act 2, you might come see Sister Act 3. You, you bite your tongue. Sister Act 2 has that joyful, joyful that's amazing. That and, is, Lauren, and Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill's right? in that? No, she's not. Didn't Lauren oh. Hill record it? Well, now I'm out, for sure. <laughs> Totally would have checked it out if Lauren Hill was involved. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder I didn't see it. If the heel's out, so's the Lavals. <laughs> That's what I always say. Oh, it is. It's it Lauren Hill to, recorded it. Ah. Uh, oh, okay. She did her own uh, cover. A lot of people. Jam. A lot of people jumped on that gravy train. <laughs> <laughs> Skyrocketed the charts all the way to twenty-four that month. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Oh. Remember Must See TV? This is this is the equivalent now. It used to be mu- Thursday night NBC was like Seinfeld, Cosby Show, Cheers. I don't know if they were all the same, but it was pretty much like those three and another one that was uh, Friends. Was that or was Friends a Friday show? I can't remember. I think uh, Friends was Thursday. Fr- no, well, Friends was Thursday. At one point, when I was a kid, at one point it was a uh, Cosby Show, Cosby Show, Family Ties, Cheers, oh. N- Cheers Night Court. Oh come on! What a block! And then L.A. Law. Oh, no, no. L.A. Law was Friday. I don't know what was after that. What was after that in those days? It was an hour drama, but I don't remember what it was. Was it Hunter? Actually, it might have been Hill Street Blues. Well, eventually, it eventually became ER. ER took that spot for like 15, 20 years, right? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Back at that point, I can't remember what it was. It was L.A. Law. Oh, wait, no, it, it, it started as Hill Street Blues, and then it became L.A. Law, then it was E.R. was the 10 o'clock block. There we go. All right. Yeah. Nailed it. Look at that. Nailed oh, it. man. <laughs> oh, then Did it you... was like, cheers, wings, cheers again, and then Seinfeld at 9.30. Man. Wow. Like TV like that anymore. Wow. Oh, briefly, it was Law & Order. I guess it's like Law & Order slash L.A. Law. I wonder if they ran reruns. Mm. Just check out the must-see TV block on the Wikipedia that's exactly what that's exactly what I'm looking at. This then is don't, like, donate like, this to is great. <laughs> um, how are we uh, how are we doing on uh, donations to Direct Relief, Joe? It's been a, a couple of role playing apps in a row here. Looks like we're going to get juicy tonight, though. Uh, what do we What do we at? Uh, all said and done, do you have a number in your head? Uh, all said and done, we're at three hundred and fifty dollars. We need to bump that up. <sighs> just not enough too much role play but i emailed you about donating despite the role play and you never responded this is this is where uh, i see how much you care about direct relief uh how about tonight we do a hundred dollars a crit and fumble just for the hell of it to make up just to make up for the uh, last couple weeks we'll do i love that idea sweet c note of that idea uh to direct relief for all Crits and uh, confirmed crits and fumbonies as the cfo i must uh step in 
if only to suggest we go up to 125. You're oh. out of your mind. This guy. That's just such a weird number for a guy who has no interest in numbers. You really like that weird number. He just really sank his teeth into the job when we gave it to him. <laughs> That's right. He doesn't even care. It's one twenty-five. He just wants to. He just wants to be involved. <laughs> I am involved. Let's I look at all the receipts. One hundred one. It's like a Price Is Right. One hundred one seventy-five. <laughs> uh, well, I hope there are some crits and fun bones tonight because. Uh, a lot of people need a lot of help out there, and uh, we have had some role-playing, and uh, I think tonight we're going to get our hands dirty with pig grease it. and smoke tick legs and all that shit. Um, how's everybody's quarantine going? Uh, we are, what, we're in like day 50-ish by now, right? Um, 53 or something like that, I think. Pretty awful. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any new hobbies that you didn't have before this started? And uh, keep it. Keep it PG. <laughs> well, I've got some new calluses, but uh, right. PG. All right, we'll, we'll keep it PG. Yikes! Uh, yeah, it's been a lot of hang snatch and clean uh, pulls around at the the old uh, CrossFit of party of one, Grant Burger. <laughs> He's also been lifting weights. Uh, no, I uh, a couple things. Uh, I got to play video games again. I beat XCOM too. With uh, Whoa, the expansion, yeah, I this is my fourth time. I have 170 hours in it now. I find I realized that I was researching things too quickly. I also ordered some uh, new uh, new brushes and paints for my uh, what if I ever have time. I really haven't had much time this time. But uh, the other good thing that's happened this whole time is that I saw a sports book said the Giants were only favored in two games this season. So um, that makes me feel great. Two games against the Cowboys, I bet. Oh, <laughs> with their oh, new QB, Andy Dalton. <laughs> Nailed me, just so hard. Andy Dalton. <laughs> Andy Dalton. When Dax breaks his leg at the first half of Game One, hey man, they bring in the, the redheaded nightmare. All we need, rifle. all we need, are the, oh uh, is his success with the Bengals, us to get to the first round of the playoffs, and then lose every year. That's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so you've been doing a little painting, a little video gaming. What about you, Matthew? You're just writing all business. Or you, you, I noticed you're, uh, you're posting some, a lot of pictures on the old Facebook of you and your wife making some vegetarian uh, goodies. It's true. Though we actually we did that before. It's not really a new hobby. hobby. We're just able to do it more now. Though so I guess one of my hobbies is looking at your Facebook. That was, there we go. <laughs> no, Caitlin and I had this realization last night that you know we've been mar- we've been t- we've been together since for more than twelve years now, uh, but we've never spent right. this much time. Congratulations! This much time, like without a break, like we none of like whereas normally we'd go to work or someone would go. I'm like, I don't know, whatever we do. But now we're like always here with each other and we haven't killed each other. So I think that's a victory. That's right. I refuse to clap in solidarity with your wife. <laughs> I'm also protesting I mean, actually, it's your been marriage. 13, 13, 13 years we've been yeah. together. It's the, it's those kind of uh, little overlooks that you do that drive me crazy. And also your wife. I thought when you said it's been 12 years without a break, you, you meant you like occasionally have unamicable spirits. <laughs> <laughs> we were on a break. <laughs> well, this quarantine really brought us back together. They are theaters. No, no, no. I'm also, I've also, I like you said, uh, Troy. Uh, obs- you know, obsessiveness. I uh, have gotten really into picking out a new notebook. Which Ooh. is, uh, have you settled on one? Nope. No. <laughs> why? Why would I settle when I can spend hours googling about paper types and 
best you know line versus a dot grid. Ooh, I like a dot it's grid. Not, it's a hard not life. Uh, <laughs> Joe, you've had a busy week. Um, uh, I'm sure you've been too busy to pick up any new hobbies. You want to uh, tell the folks at home what you've been up to? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if uh, if anybody has noticed uh, change of scenery behind me here. Uh, I have spent the week driving my family to Oklahoma. So I, I am in Oklahoma now. My, my new hobby is uh, sitting in a car for 25 straight hours and getting horribly constipated. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but there was a long bowel movement discussion before we went live. <laughs> and, uh, just wanted to update you guys. I didn't get my word in during the uh, mic test. No, I, uh, it's been a crazy week. We drove out to Oklahoma to uh, be with my in-laws. Uh, my wife's family lives out here. And much like Caitlin and Matthew... Only the older version. They um, they travel a lot for work and stuff like that. And so, I mean, they, they fly all over the country frequently with their separate jobs. And so they never spend time together. And so they were ready to kill each other. And we were like, let's bring them the grandchildren. It'll save their marriage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and at the same time, we could, uh, you know. Get a little break. Get a little more space and get out from living over a landlord and uh, not, you know, freaking wash our hands every time we touch our own doorknob of our house you know to be like you just never know who's touching your so uh i was like i was happy to get out here but of course we were nervous and so we did about a 10 to 12 day true quarantine in that house so uh i didn't go out for almost two weeks uh we got you know didn't go to the supermarket didn't go anywhere we got packed in and ready to go uh filled up the car with gas and then didn't leave for like 12 days and then hit the road (laughs) drove out here rubber gloves at gas stations uh, oh, and by the way, everybody gets really, really lax once you get into the Midwest. Nobody really cares. I was like, is there is there a global pandemic or, or, or not? I was, I was driving through Missouri and we stopped at a gas station. And I mean, there was like 20 pumps at this giant gas station. And there wasn't a single employee or a single person that went in or out in 10 or 15 minutes with a mask or, or gloves that I saw. Not one person. They were just like living their life. Guy rolled out. Full camo with like leaves, like fake leaves coming off of his shirt. A ghillie suit? Yeah, a ghillie suit. Totally a ghillie suit. <laughs> Three Bud Light 24 ounce cans, 9 a.m. Beautiful. And I, no mask. And I was just like, he's not going to let COVID bother his hunting trip. That's Oklahoma he's- PPE. <laughs> no, he, he's just go. He's camo just, and beer. He's going to drink 24 beers and then a, a half a bottle of bleach and he'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, we were we were very excited to get out here, and now we're going to lay low here for a couple weeks, and then if everything is looks good, uh, we'll be in a better position to go out to the store or interact mm. with Oklahomans. Because uh, <laughs> right now we are like the plague people. Yeah. Yeah. Our New Jersey license plate. We're like hide the license yeah. plate, back <laughs> the car in, put a curtain <laughs> over the front of it. It's actually uh, funny. You're like a reverse Tom Jode because like. <laughs> You took a, a journey to Oklahoma during a major economic disaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was like uh, the promised land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was telling Aaron we're like fleeing the zombie apocalypse into the West, like into right. the deep West. Like, it's, it's taking the coast. We have to drive inland. It's like the end of Terminator. Stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm set up here now. I'm in my father-in-law's office and. Uh, He's got some cool shit in here. He asked me about lighting. He's like, do you need lighting? And I was like, uh, it's all right. I'll just I'll bring a couple desk lights that I can use. And uh, he was like, all right. So then I get here and he's like, did you bring those lights? I'm like, yeah. He's like, 
because uh, Jan's is my mother-in-law. Jan's father uh, got really into uh, cinematography and photography and stuff in the fifties, and uh, we have all of his equipment. And I, I got it all out of like the attic, and he was opening these like a clean light. Here. Hold on, that's amazing. <laughs> It's like one of those things where the poof and the like smoke comes old out. old ass, like, tin cases. And yeah. inside oh, look at that. are wow. these lights that he was like, I tested them out, and they work great, but they got to, like, 1,000 degrees yep. in about yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah. Look at this thing. Oh, look at that. Wow. Look at that. Like, these old ass lights. He was like, it'll get a little hot in there. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, I think I'll just use my desk lamps, but thank you. It's very thoughtful. Wow, that's awesome. Did you tell him you were recording a talkie on Thursday night? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, anyway, the point being, there's a lot more fun, exciting stuff happening in my life now than there was a few weeks ago. So uh, we're excited to be here. Hunting, fishing, and loving every day. I Um, fished today. I literally fished today. They have a pond out back. To catch anything? Yeah, just some perch, little ones, little guys. But it was with the kids, and they love it. They love it. Gwen makes me put the fish on the grass first. She's like, put it on the grass. Then she pets it and then throws it into the water. <laughs> oh, good. You don't hold it in front of her and watch the life go out of its eyes together as a family? <laughs> now watch, honey. No, Here's watch. where you can see the life go out of its eyes. <laughs> he just watch. traumatizes the perch for life. <laughs> He's not twitching as much anymore, honey. <laughs> I don't know what happened. A, a small one of them pet me before they threw me back in this time. It was a strange ritual. Good family bond and... Uh, Skid, you're finally on the men. Thank God. Uh, I know you've yes. been taking some walks, getting some fresh air. What the hell else you got going on? Yeah, now that you're able to like, uh, do things. I got a uh, special gift for my dad uh, a couple oh, weeks ago. The gift of laughter. Uh, yeah, in a way, um, <laughs> I, I commissioned a video, uh, a video greeting from uh, one of his heroes and mine, uh, John Cleese. Um, really, like a cameo video or something? Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. And uh, I wanted, I haven't even said anything. Like, I didn't want to, like, post it or anything because I wanted, in the vain hope that I could show it to you guys in person so I could see the looks on your faces. Um, but I will eventually. But it uh, it was amazing. Like, he was super gracious and he told, like, a couple of stories and he made fun of my name. Uh, wow. He was like, skids. He's like, what is that? Is that an anagram for something? And, you know. <laughs> so it was, like, it, was, it was awesome it was really cool my dad like it's amazing my dad just freaked out he just completely flipped out so it was it oh was wow how, how long a video did they make for those it was like oh it was like three minutes long wow it was substantial yeah it was it was great that's really cool you know yeah. I, I, I i have some friends that do that and uh i was like that, are people really into that and i think it's like tiktok it's just exploding now everybody's doing cameo yeah, I actually jumped on it like the minute that I saw like that he was on there, and then I'm glad I did because his price doubled because like everybody was just like, oh my, it was it was a very low price for who what for a man wow. of his stature, so I was able to get a real bargain there. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. Like it that's was truly truly cool. Great. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, that's great. It's good to see you guys. Uh, you know, we've been. Uh, we're getting in this groove. I don't know how long we're going to be doing this, but uh, for all intents and purposes, I would assume this is going to be the normal for a while because even once we're uh, able to get back into business, it's going to be a while to kind of record enough to stay on schedule. We can't just jump right back in and like release stuff the next week. It's just not going to work that way. So I think this is going to be our 
our, our normal for a little bit. You know, I, I hope that these Glass Cannon lives are going to happen uh, before the end of the year because I'm really missing them. I, I didn't realize how much I miss them. When you're in it, like it feels like, oh, God, we got we to do another one of these things. I haven't even written anything. Um, and then, uh, you know, you, you go a little bit uh, time away from it. You really miss it. I miss seeing the, the Nash. I miss the, the after party. I just miss I miss strange aeons. Um, so I just miss, you just miss being around people in general, but like, but that is like being on the, around the crowds and like, it's just something. So it it feels like something from another planet at this point, but yeah, I want to get back to it too. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that's going to happen, uh, sooner than later. I mean, I've been talking to our agent, uh, actually yesterday already, um, looking to book some 2021 dates. So, uh, one way or another, uh, this, this will be happening, uh, in the meantime, a little show called Sad Quiz and man, were things things off the chain a little bit last week. I meant to go back and listen to uh, who each person was that I made up on the spot, and I just uh, I had a lot going on today, so I wasn't able to do it. But I did. Uh, I think I did keep track of the names. There was Zeddy Little Knees. Yep, uh, yep. It was uh, Old Johnny Clubfoot. Uh, <laughs> whose father was Barnacle Clubfoot, uh, and of course Vinegar Tom. Vinegar Tom, deceased. rest in peace. Now deceased Raven. And then there you. was Harry Bopin, uh, who was the uh, other contestant in the Greased Pig contest, uh, where we finished last session. But obviously, the whole point of what you guys wanted to do when you first got in there, uh, before the games began, was gather information and and. You know, while some of these people were dead ends, I think you did learn a couple of things that just keep uh, adding some pieces to the puzzle of what what may have what may have happened uh, to to Mister Kyle and what may be going on here in Ravenmore because it's just a feeling that something uh, doesn't seem right, but you can't put your finger on it because everybody that you've come in contact with, uh, although they've been weird, everybody's really nice and. Um, you see them embracing this festival as like a, a, a real uh, community who who looks forward to this like it's the town fair coming to their fair village every single month. And they're really, really getting into it. So the games were a big part of that. And they were amazed, obviously, by the professor uh, hitting a, a target from 100 feet away with a screaming star because it had never been done. Um, <laughs> and uh, That was actually ridiculous you know what i mean like that's not just like oh wow you really impressed these yokels like that was you threw a star knife a hundred what was a hundred feet a hundred feet yeah that's wasn't pretty, that a natu- hit the bullseye that wasn't that a natural 20 I, I think it was there, there were natural 20s involved oh we have point. maybe donated for me hitting a hundred foot away target with a star knife was it a sorry, sorry Matthew, it was not a confirmed critical. So, <laughs> oh. We have very intense rules here. Yes. Our... <laughs> no, no, we definitely should have. I didn't even think of it. Uh, it was an attack roll. It was. It did have it the attack trait to use Pathfinder 2 pilots. <laughs> yeah. um, was I the only one? I feel like somebody else rolled a 22. There were. Like, I think there were like three 20s rolled. I'm shocked we didn't. Maybe it was during the acrobat thing, that when you were jumping over the uh, flame, the... Uh, Leapers. I know there was a, the hell this there were at least two twenties rolled during the target practice thing. At least two. Grant, really did you hit it. one? I, I, I hit. I, I you you threw your star knife straight through the hole. I because I landed like a crit basically on the first one, and then you nailed it. I missed the second target, or I hit the second target. And I missed the last target. I can't remember which. Yeah, something like that. But uh, anyways, it all ends up with you guys uh, after the Raven fights. 
um, uh, with two of you, Carizor and uh, Alfonso, taking part in the traditional catch the greased pig contest. Pig comes out and the pig looks a little off. Um, nobody really did anything to to check it out. Um, but you just jump into it and uh, I think Alfonso grabbed it and then uh, Harry Bopain pulled it off you and then uh, Carizor grabbed it and Alfonso pulled it out of Carizor. Uh, Braven throws in a friggin' Tanglefoot bag or a Tangle Flame bag and hits Harry Bopain, almost murders him. Uh, almost is the key word there and no one saw it. And no one saw it. Uh, none was, no, no one was the wiser as far, you know, as, far as you know. Uh, and then Carizor just fed up with this, just goes and attacks the pig and the pig whether from the attack or just uh, shock of this happening dies on the spot and then moments later starts twitching lurches itself back to life sprouts a second pair of legs and then fly traps and shit start popping out all over it as its pupils go completely black let's go to the old roll 20 oh, just amazing I mean the Let's take a look at, oh, where the hell is this thing? Uh, what this thing looks like. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Look at oh, that. that is, oh, that's gross. Oh! <laughs> why? I mean, yeah, and why, why fly traps? Like what a weird random why? thing to pop out Ugh. of a pig. Oh, that thing, like and that's, uh, that's to scale, too. I forgot to mention that is. Wow. It looks really? like it's bleeding out of its eye sockets. Yeah, it's 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 having a rough day for sure. Um, yeah, that thing, we should just like back away and let it die on its own. Also, that thing, like it. The first thing I noticed was the six legs, which I think you did mention. But then, did you also mention the udders? It's got a lot of udders. Oh, I didn't it's mention a, the udders. Is it a sow? Oh, it's a sow. Oh, oh no, Suey, the Venus fly sow. Uh, Venus fly sow. First thing that happens is, um, obviously it comes to life, but then Carizor and Alfonso are so, uh, horrified by its appearance. I need you both to roll a will save. Come oh, on. No. Hold it together, Alfonso. Ah! Hold it together. Oh, no. Uh, is a four? Is that... Is that a is that a success? <laughs> it was a CR one half creature. Oh, uh, oh. No, no, that's that's oh. a fail. What about you, Alfonso? Open the night with a natty twenty, baby. Oh, oh. oh. natty twenty four and the twenty. Well, it makes sense. Carizor is right on top of it because not only are you watching this, you are smelling it, and it's right there. I had it in my mouth business. too. I was biting it, so <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's in my mouth. It's in my mouth. It's in my mouth. Oh, uh, you are immediately sickened uh, for hand. one round uh, <laughs> as this thing is just horrified you as bits of it are falling out of your mouth. Uh, everybody roll for initiative. Oh, let's baby. Get down. oh yeah. Let's Come just on. stop screwing around. Let's get down to business. Oh, We're playing a game, rolling dice. Rolling rocks believe it's really nice. All right. Uh, let me open my Don John. Carizor, what'd you get? Uh, I got a zero. <laughs> zero. Is that a first I've, time I've on a minus show? one to my... I, I have a, <laughs> we, yeah, we should donate for natural zeros. Natural I zeros. A, I, didn't, I have a minus one to my initiative because I'm second, and I rolled a one. 
A one. All right, so we'll, we'll call it a one. I think that's as low as it goes. Braven? I feel a lot better. Like when I watch reality TV, I have a seven. By comparison, it's great. Oh, wow. Infinitely okay. better. Infinitely. <laughs> Alfonso Moria. Nineteen. Wow, this is Bizarro World. Yeah, coming out. Uh, uh, what about the Nutty Professor? Uh, Nineteen as well. Oh, Ooh, who takes the three pole possession? I plus four. Oh, then uh, you may go, my lady. Oh, the professor will go uh, first. Uh, professor will go first in the round. You see the map, little tiny pig pen. Obviously, Braven and the professor are on the outside of this pen, so it would require some sort of uh, leap, some sort of acrobatic move or climb to get over and in. If that's something you were interested in, I'm sure Grant is ready to just dive right in there and mix it up with this pig. Um, what do you want to do, professor? Uh, is there a knowledge check I can roll? Yeah, dude. Uh, how about a fucking arcane? I don't have that. So, uh. No, wait, no. Planes. I don't have that either. So, uh. No. No, it's planes. It's planes? Okay. Yeah. Hey, what else you got in there? Um, uh, okay, um, so the professor will draw a long a longbow. Uh, and I will. She will fire off a shot at the pig. Okay. Ooh. Well, how, the, Matthew uh, wants to fire off a shot, but maybe this is part of the tradition. You know well, what? Ask somebody next to tradition. The professor will ask. Will turn to somebody in the crowd and say, "Does this usually happen? <laughs> <laughs> is this a uh, tradition?" Guy says, "Man, you got an expect." Unexpected Founders Festival. I'm sorry. Did you say I have to expect the unexpected at the Founders Day Festival? Yep. Right. So, this has happened before, or no? Is still trying no. to get a solid answer on that. No, I ain't seen nothing like this, but weird stuff happens all the time. Great, thank you. And then the professor's turn is over. That's it. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. I assumed that was some Your sort. Of, that was going to be Your some turn. sort of standard action to have a conversation over the course of six seconds. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, no. We usually just. Uh, uh, I think you know. I was reading it the other day. It's like uh, I saw a cheat sheet that said it could be like X amount of seconds long, and I'm like, oh, we never play that way. I'm fine with you taking a standard. Okay. Well, then, if yeah. knowing that, I will now shoot at the at the. Pit. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I like that you were af- afraid that you were going to interrupt the festivities. <laughs> if this is part of it, maybe do you have things? do you have precise shot? Are you like an archery built? No. Uh, okay. So I will be taking the minus four if that's what you're 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 leading. Yes. Yeah, I was worried about that. So with the minus four is only an eleven to hit. Swoom! Flies past, does not hit the target. Maybe Alfonso will have better luck. Alfonso, you're about 15 feet away. You see Karazor standing there like... Like... Like he's ready to blow. Blood dripping out of his mouth from the the pig that was dead, but is now back alive. What do you do? Uh, I, I will do that knowledge check. Uh, you planes? said it was planes, right? Yeah. Have I ever seen anything like this before? Uh... 
That is a 15. 15. Okay, this is a creature known as a... uh, We're going to butcher this, but it's a Sithnagot. One thing you realize that this creature is an unusually oversized uh, Sithnagot. They're normally tiny. You don't know why. I was going to say, this seems like a pretty big Sithnagot. (laughs) <laughs> as far as Sithnagots go, this one is larger than normal. I've never seen a Sithnagot this large. It's, it's the prize, Sithnagot. Yeah, yeah. Run! We are at a fair. Well, it is a county fair, exactly. Where's the blue ribbon? <laughs> what are you uh, mainly interested in? I can give you uh, one one bit of useful. One bit of useful. something specific you want, otherwise I'll just give you some. Uh, yeah, I will. Uh, does it have any... Resistance uh, to or weakness to fire. Yes, it has resistance ten to fire. Good. To good. Uh, good knowledge check. Good knowledge check. Yeah. Uh, all right. So realizing that his uh, his alchemist abilities are going to have to wait for a second, uh, he's going to. Oh man, resistance ten fire, and I don't even know yet if it has dr. But he's going to say fuck it and try to try to get at this thing. So he's going to take a five foot step. As part of that action, he'll draw his uh, rapier, rapier, uh, his cold iron rapier, and You're now uh, flanking the pig I'm with a take our flanking bonus, and go ahead and try to stab this thing. Taking that first uh, round flank bone out of the Johnski. Uh, that is a hit it right in the flank bone. That is a oh sixteen with uh, flanking. That is a hit. Yes. Beautiful. Well done, dude. Uh, that is oh four points of piercing damage. And what kind of weapon do you have? Uh, a piercing cold iron weapon. Piercing cold iron okay. rapier. Uh, looks like that really uh, that damaged him for sure. Okay. Uh, Alright, Alfonso is able to step up into a flanking position with this synthagot. Um, stab it and it starts crying but oddly enough its cries don't sound like the squeals of a pig but the mewling of an infant. Oh, oh, very, very unsettling. Um, That's horrible. Like one or two disturbing elements. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go home, Synthagot. On disturbing things that it's doing. Go home, Synthagot. You're drunk. Uh, All right. It's its turn, and uh, it wants to go to Bite Town. The question is, does it bite <laughs> Karizor, or does it bite Elfonso? Uh, I would I'll like... leave it to you to decide, Troy. We've I both would like, damaged it. I would like Matthew to decide by rolling a <laughs> d6. Uh, Matthew will say one through three is Karizor. Wait, no, no, don't tell me. Just let me roll on on you, you tell me what <laughs> it means. Don't tell me the odds. Okay, I just does. Six. My guess... It's like it's a little bite on Alfonso. <laughs> I'm worried about this because Troy. I think Troy passed the buck because this is going to be a really nasty bite. I didn't. I don't want to leave this up to my own uh, decision making. <laughs> Hold on here. Yo, what? Okay, your dice could be trusted with this decision. This is going to be a 15 to bite you. Miss. 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 Uh, that is. Oh. That is really good for you. Um, so you're just, just seeing this thing, eyes bleeding, black pupils just covered in blood. <laughs> tries to bite you and just misses. Uh, where it is flanked there, uh, I guess you know what it's going to do is just kind of like hover away 
five feet. So it's just like, it lifts off the ground and uh, flies away five feet. Um, it's flying? Yeah, it's. Oh, but did I mention it's flying as well? <laughs> did not mention that. I don't you, think that seemed to have slipped your mind. Two things. The, uh, two it looks, things. It looks like the uh, the little uh, Venus flytraps are providing it with the ability to fly. Jeez. While those mouths flap away. It is uh, Braven's turn. Braven. What Braven, are you going to do with this pig roast? Braven kind of bumps in through the crowd and kind of like, oh, there's a, there's a pig here? What's, what's going on here? I, I had no idea. Was there some sort of contest going on here? I'm not a hobgoblin, and I wasn't in a tree earlier. And uh, <laughs> he's not wearing <laughs> armor, by the way. He's, he's not wearing armor right now, which is rough. Uh, but he is going to immediately call up a shield of water that rotates around him, and he is going to fire out a water blast at this creature. Ooh, okay. Uh, sorry, are people screaming in horror, or are they like, eh, this is well, interesting. Well, wow. mm. so this only happens every couple of months. Or, or are they like, ah! never seen anything uh, like this before. They are reacting with a solid mix of both fear and disgust for the most part but like okay. no one's really this is all happening very fast no one's really moving to do anything and uh, Harry Bopane is entangled by a uh, a bag so it's really up to you guys alright if only Harry Bopane could have helped out but uh, this weird <laughs> tangle flame bag came in from the sky and uh, well, it was almost the pig. killed him. I dedicate it was the this extra attack. I dedicate this water blast in loving memory of Harry Bopane. Come on, Harry Bopane. Uh, we are talking about a seventeen to hit. That is a hit. All right, yeah, you go, here it yeah, comes. Here it comes. So that water shield you do is a swift action, right? Uh, immediate action. Immediate action. So he, you bathe yourself in this defense, and then you're still able to lay out this sweet spell. And it will cause 16 points of bludgeoning damage against this creature. Ooh. That is nuts. That a damage output. Now that's cons- that's magic, right? It's for not just water. For the purposes of damage reduction, it is magic. Okay, does it good. seem like it all went for a through to Braven? It sure does. Okay, it great. sure does. Yeah, you definitely uh, hit it and damaged it. Um, oh, and one other note uh, that Matthew brought up that I've been doing incorrectly. I took the wrong feed order. Uh, kinetic blasts also count as range for the purposes of shooting into melee and whatnot. So keep me honest on that. You son of a bitch. I know. Uh, Karizor, you are up. You... Uh, you were the one that started this, but its horrific appearance was enough to keep you a little slow on the go here at the fight. What do you want to do? I think it was more for me, because I've literally like gulped a mouthful of its blood. That so would do it. I, I'm like, I'm vomit. So he's like, he's still like, ah, like his paws, he's like scraping off of his tongue, and he's like retching. And uh, and he's also doesn't have any armor on. Uh, doesn't have a weapon. Um, so... <laughs> He's like looking at this thing, and it's just like, if I want to hurt it, I have to bite it again. So it's like, uh, and he he turns to Alfonso, and he says, "You know, I think I might just give up adventuring forever." <laughs> when no. pigs when pigs fly, and he winks, ah! <laughs> and he, this and the he's, man I know, I know, I know. Step, <laughs> he steps up, and uh, he's gonna bite at it. Oh, natural 20. Oh, oh hell yes. Get it started, confirm. dude. And natural yes. one on the confirm, unfortunately. Oh. 
Come on! That is not that great, but that is... Six points of damage. Six points of damage on the bite. Uh, And you do see that it doesn't all go through. Um, As you bite at it, it has some sort of damage reduction. Uh, But man, you felt like you got like a vital organ in whatever this horrible uh, extra planar creature is. But you just missed it. Uh, It's a new round. It's the professor's turn. Professor, you've been uh, taking notes in your head, I'm assuming. uh, Watching everyone take a go at this. Yeah, so it looks uh, things have gotten a little, uh, you know, clustered here. So I'm going to, the professor will drop the longbow. And as she moves along the fence, she'll draw a silver long sword. Okay. uh, Step up. And can I stab down like over the fence to hit the pig? Uh, Let's see. Where are you there? Yeah, sure. I'm going to give it a a plus two to its AC. All right. So I won't do power attack knowing that it would be a tougher... You know, a tougher hit. Sure, yeah. You know, you you want to you don't want to sacrifice accuracy right now. Yeah. Uh, natural two. Oh. Oh. Brutal. Come on oh. now. Oh, brutal. I thought that was going to be it for the professor. Uh, Alfonso, you see the professor just kind of step up and just kind of stab over, but misses wildly. Uh, I'm going to do 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 do. Uh, I'm just going to do it again. Yeah, I'm just going to do it again. Step forward. Press the assault on this creature and okay. uh, stab again. This time, not flanking. Nope. Natural four. Oh, uh, another Ooh. miss in a row. Oh, last the creature is faster than I expected. Um, yeah, another miss. All right, uh, Grant, go ahead and roll a one d six for me to see who it's going to attack. Carizor or Alfonso? But Alfonso. Grant, roll it right. I rolled a five. That is going to be Karizor at this oh, time no. around. It sees you taking a bite out of it and gets a wild idea. It says, what if? Now go with me on this. <laughs> I take a bite out of you. Ow. Ow. 18 to hit. Oh, yeah. That's very definitely a hit. Let's talk about the damage first. Oof, 11 points of damage. Now. Oh. All of a sudden, it hits you, and you feel things coming out of its mouth and crawling into the open wounds on your oh, skin. Oh, no. Come Roll on. a fortitude save to fight it back. Fight them back into its oh, body. Fight it back. Natural three. Oh, oh God. <sighs> okay. You feel this thing coming into your body from the bite, and all of a sudden it overwhelms you as you get infested by quickly growing semi-animate tangles of fungal growths that start popping out of your body, very similar to the uh, Synthagot, but so much so that it entangles you. Uh, So you have tendrils growing out of your body that are uh, leaving you effectively entangled in Pathfinder terms. Cordyceps. <laughs> you take uh, wait. You're not a plant creature. Uh, yes, this is a uh, horrible spore-like disease. Jeez, uh, and Awful. almost max damage with 11 points of damage as well. Brutal, Awful. brutal. Uh, Awful. You guys see this go down. You see Karizor just sprouting things. You're wondering, is that from the pig's bite or from him biting the pig? Who? Okay, pass the chicken or the egg. <laughs> uh, it's Ravens. 
<laughs> Braven's turn. Braven, you're the first one uh, to be able to oh, react to boy, this. Boy, Braven. Uh, but but he's still. Th- th- this attack is gruesome, hideous to see his friend get all these things just stick out of him. So in just total fear, he's going to uh, kind of. You're going to see a surge of water just kind of gush out from him. Kind of like he's trying to hold back a burp. It, it, it shoots out of the shield and he suppresses the overflow for a moment and forms a fist in between his hands and shoots it out at this creature. Ooh, water fist? Yeah, water fist at a minus four in melee. Um, so that's only going to be a plus two to this roll. Come on. Oh, out of the box. Out of the box, of course. Sure was. Ten total. Oh, my goodness. I think its uh, its horrifying visage is uh, disturbing all of you. Um, you're not able to find your mark. Karzor, you are entangled. Uh, does somebody have that right next to them, what the penalties are? Uh, I'm sure it's a penalty of movement, but it might be uh, AC as well. Yeah. You ever do that? Like, I'll just Google entangled, but forget to I add Pathfinder. And minus like, two penalty on all attack rolls and a minus four to dex. And I believe you can move, but it's like half speed or something like that, or only five feet. Like, I don't think you're rooted to the ground. Half speed. Exactly. Half, speed half speed cannot speed. run or charge. Yep. yep. Yeah, see, that's brutal, because it hits you, bites you, infests you with these spores, uh, and then it lowers your dexterity for it to just keep hitting and biting you. Um, all right, so Slippery what are you thinking? Slope. Sorry, uh, I can tell you right now, Karizor, you, as a standard action, you can try to rip the tendrils free, and that will be another fortitude save to rip them free, if that's something you want to do, or you can just try to act normally with the uh, penalties. Um, yeah, he is... So it's a fortitude save to get to rip rip free? Yeah, isn't that weird? Standard action. That is weird. Um, yeah. yeah, maybe it's like you, you have to kind of power your way through it because it's so gross. Yeah, some of the inner strength. Um, so he's like, someone please kill this porcine monstrosity. Uh, <laughs> Natural three. Oh Natural three again. God. Again. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, so That's bad. Norse Foundry. Norse Foundry dies. <laughs> <laughs> For all your random number generating needs. <laughs> Was that the uh, same one that rolled a 20? Just last round? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, you really know how to promote well. You choose your moments well. That's why we get all the big, those big uh, contracts. Right. All those years you spent in the advertising business. <laughs> That's they right. They haven't rubbed off. They just, they, they love it. The customers just, they love it. <laughs> <laughs> Miss by Karizor, but he's got a lot going on. It's understandable. Professor, you're right there still uh, on the other side of the fence. You know it's a tough target to hit because you're kind of stabbing down in it. Even though this isn't a normal size Synthagot, uh, you're still having trouble. Um, what if I were to use an acrobatics check for my move action to kind of like boost myself up on the fence and stab down? You think that would be a clearer shot? <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah, you want to kind of like get up on one of the rungs of the pen yeah. and uh, like leap up to there and then stab down? Sure. Okay, uh, so. You know what I'll do is if you make the acrobatics check, I'll, I'll say that that's like attacking from higher ground. And so that will eliminate Ooh. the, uh, the uh, what should we call it, penalty. The, the cover. Uh, thank you. All righty. So the acrobatics check. Uh, yeah. 15. 15. You make it up on that second rung, no problem. And now you get a nice clean shot down at it. Alrighty. No penalties to the attack. Uh, 21 to hit. Ooh. That's a hit, my friend. Beautiful. Nice. Excellent. Okay. 
Uh, and that is going to be five points of damage with a silver longsword. Five points of damage with a silver longsword. It doesn't do any damage. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh my friend! Like the Witcher. Steve! <laughs> Shouldn't have used Silver Sheen before the fight. Yeah. Rookie move, Kabnikaza. No, the sword, the sword the is made. The sword is silver. I know. There's a, there's a Witcher joke. <laughs> What's the Witcher? That's a Witcher. Oh. What's a Witcher? Oh. God damn it, Matthew! What's Snapchat? <laughs> What's a Witcher? Uh, Alfonso, you see this sick move out of the mild-mannered uh, professor uh, yes. jumps up on the second round and gets a nice clean uh, shot, hits it, and the pig doesn't even react. Uh, okay. Hmm. All right. Well, I seem to be doing damage to it, though I was a little freaked out by it missed last turn. I'm just going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep pushing the action right here. Push right. that action. First, I'm going to roll action. to hit it. I think I'm good. 20. Adjusted 20. That is a hit. Okay. Uh, I do eight points of damage with a cold iron rapier, and does some of it get through, or does it seem like it takes the full brunt of the attack? Seems like it takes uh, the full brunt. All right, so uh, seeing the silver and then seeing the cold iron, uh, Alfonso, being an extremely intelligent man, is going to be like, it seems to be weak to cold iron, and then perhaps the water from uh, Braven. So try to make your weapons suddenly cold iron. Your teeth, Garizor, change them to cold iron. Waste no time. Make water on your cold iron weapons. <laughs> Make water. <laughs> Come on, my friend. Right. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. It is its turn. Alfonso has been laying out significant damage. Luckily, you had the weapon uh, necessary. It looks like to get through. Um, all right, it is effectively surrounded now um, on three sides, uh, with the professor on the other side of the fence. There, it looks uh, upset by that last attack from Alfonso. So, it is going to attempt to withdraw. And so, unfortunately, my map isn't large enough here. Um, so, we're going we're going wide. Um, we're going off map? This, we're going off map. Uh, wait, why did I just do that? What? Uh, Troy? Wait, Troy! Are you there? What happened? Hello? Oh, Alright, no. I'm back. Uh, Alright, so it is going to uh, do a full withdraw, which... Oof. That is still going to provoke. I think that's still going to provoke from Kari from two of us, I think, in any direction. Yeah, maybe- all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. It's going to try and do a full withdraw, and it can fly uh, pretty far. So, uh, yeah, I think it can fly 60 Man. feet. So, full ah. withdraw would be 120. It's, it's, uh, it's gone at this point, unless you guys can hit it. Uh, Professor and Kari Zor, you both get a shot. Kari Zor, you want first stab? Uh, yes, I he will snap at it with his slavering vomit kick jaws. Uh, natty 13, um, so that, oh, that's an 11. 11 is a miss! Uh, no. Because of the second, that would have been a hit otherwise. It wouldn't have gone ice. true anyway, unless I rolled a six, so. And yeah, unless you rolled higher, it's it's got DR5, obviously, at this point. I can tell you that. Uh, Professor... Last Wait, chance here. Silver longsword, so here's what happens. Uh, that's going to be a 22 to hit. That's a hit. 
Kill seven, po seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. And you kill it. Two points? You got oh, it? Oh, hell yes. Wow, huge. Wow. Yeah, you oh. are able to uh, take it out, and it just, it tries to fly away, and you hit it, and it just... In the, in the book you write about the traditions of this town, you're going to be like four chapters. You've created so many legends as you've been here. <laughs> I'm just a humble professor. If only the crystal ghost had been here, then you would have seen some real heroing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you'd bring her up. I don't either. <laughs> very random thing to say. I don't know why. I mean, it's just a random person that I happen to be friends with. But oh, well, that's true. That's true. You are you are close, even though I've never seen you together, which is curious. <laughs> no, we don't like to advertise our relationship, but we are just friends. Occasionally, we hang out and do things. But well, it seems to me like you avoid each other assiduously. <laughs> yes, yes, I can see how it would seem that way, but I assure you we're the closest of casual friends. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> oh, pardon me while I try to uproot myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Karizor, uh, if you take some time, you're able to uh, rip all of these uh, semi-animate <laughs> tangles of fungal growths off of you. Uh, and they just uh, fall to the ground and like twitch for a little bit, and then when, now that they no longer have you as a host, they twitch and then they stop twitching on the oh, ground. That's so gross. Do we have uh, any reason to believe we might have to amputate the leg of your friend? Uh, I was asking. I was asking Alfonso. What do you uh, think, Alfonso? Let me take a look. Yes, definitely. <laughs> no other course of action. <laughs> the professor draws her sword again. <laughs> Didn't even I'll take check. care of it. Uh, don't worry, Karazor. It will be clean because it is a silver blade. No, no, I, I, I don't care. Please. Don't Ready to solve Peter for the cap. <laughs> to, uh, what, what do you do? You, uh, oh, God, I'm missing the word. When you cauterizing. Ready to solve Peter for the cauterizing. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> don't cauter me. Please. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be good. Roll to hit. <laughs> no, I'm just joshing you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, the the crowd goes from like oh, oh, uh, uh, to like recovering pretty quickly from it and uh, going about their business. Um, a couple of the townspeople they finally get up to there because this all all happened over the course of like 24 seconds, not even. Uh, and and uh, a couple of the you know uh, bigger uh, people there take it and uh, say oh, we're gonna we're gonna take it over there and burn it. Obviously, make sure that whatever's in it ain't coming back, because we saw it come back to life from up there on that hill. We're going to burn it, make sure it don't come back no more. And uh, so they bring it uh, out, and they're carrying it over to, like, a, a bonfire nearby, and um, they just throw it in the fire, and they stand there watching it, and it it's, like, not catching. It's, like, not burning in the fire. Right. Uh, it will not work. He tells and them. They, tells them. They, like, throw things on it more tinder to see if that would help uh, pour some moonshine, some hayshine onto it. And, uh, <laughs> you do that get the fire going, but it ain't working. You have to go out to waste a good hayshine. Um, and the fire starts going crazy, but it just, it won't, it barely burns, like, barely starts to get singed. Uh, so you see them, like, uh, use a stick to poke it out of the fire. Um, and then they uh, throw water on it, um, 
and they drag it uh, to the back of the festival, and you see him just throw it down the hill into the river. Oh. And then the river just takes it away. Into the river. And then the festival just takes up again. Sure. Why not? <laughs> they they uh, seem to recover unusually uh, quickly. Oh, come uh, on. And uh, the mayor uh, stands up and is like, uh, well, now that that uh, unfortunate uh, beast has been uh, taken care of by our humble guests, we should let the founder's feast begin and forget that this ever happened. Uh, let the feast commence. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, sundown is approaching at this point, and uh, the villagers start lighting uh, more bonfires, uh, all of these ones um, free of uh, <laughs> magical pigs. <laughs> and it's lovely they just go right back as if nothing happened. Go right back. They're lighting bonfires all along the perimeter of the festival grounds, uh, and it illuminates the whole area um, as uh, various preparations are uh, drawn to the central tables. They start spreading out quilts, uh, scattering benches about, clearing away all of the games that you play, the hay bales and the, the fence for the raven fights and whatnot. Um, and... As this is happening, you see that the feast just kind of begins uh, without any fanfare as steaming hot plates uh, of the day's labors are, are, are starting to be distributed. Enough of you have won contests um, or otherwise impressed uh, the mayor um, in this fight with the the magical extraplanar pig uh, that you've been invited to sit at his table. Um, so you guys are, are ushered up to the head table, which is on a, a dais, and uh, the mayor is, is shaking here and is like, thank you, thank you. We're, that, uh, we're, 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 not, uh, we're not accustomed to things like that happening during the, the greased pig contest. I'm sure you don't have those back where you're from, but uh, I do appreciate you uh, stepping in. You, you didn't have to do that. I, I know that's not why you're here, and and, and we really appreciate it. The least I can do is is offer you a seat at my table. Um, and, and he uh, motions uh, to some other people. It's like this here is the uh, the elder council, and uh, and then uh, there are the other victors of other events, like the I don't know. There are other games going on, and so they're all sitting there as well. Uh, you don't see the the mayor's brother though; he's still not there. Um, but he was kind of a weirdo, so you're not that surprised. Uh, and yeah, the food is starting to come out. Um, you look around and it seems like there are a number of different families responsible for different aspects of the meal. And you can see them just proudly wake, making their way to each table or pavilion and serving everyone as much as they can eat of whatever they're providing, uh, to the feast. Um, and then, uh, eventually all of you are served and, and I'll get into, what's on your plate uh, in a second but uh, once everyone has their food in front of them uh, Mayor Kriegler uh, stands up again uh, for a short benediction to uh, bless the meal and give thanks and so he uh, he bows his head and everybody else bows his head and he's like oh oh slumbering dreamer whose gossamer cloak protects us please please bless this meal today that we share with friends and and neighbors, family, even newcomers here to Ravenmore. He lifts his head, smiles in your direction. Please, 
Please keep us safe, and if it be your will, make our land fertile once again. Dig in, everybody. And uh, everybody starts eating, and you see plated in front of you among the usual frere of uh, whole fresh greens, a roasted pig that uh, is thankfully not the pig that you just uh, killed, fresh baked breads, delicacies uh, you may not be familiar with are on the plate as well. You see these robust-looking black mushrooms uh, that look like they're bursting with flavor. Uh, There's a salad uh, lightly dressed with these leafy greens that you're not familiar with. Um, And then there's fried silkworm pupae uh, served on wooden platters atop a bed of caraway seeds. Uh, And then... uh, there are these smoked tick legs and one of the people at the table is like oh yeah see not, let me tell you how they make these they take the, the hard chitinous legs uh, of the giant tick and they smoke them you smoke them for about five six hours you, you want to do it low and slow and then after you smoke them this is the secret this is where all the flavor comes from you boil them and you gotta serve them steaming hot don't be afraid not gonna hurt your mouth you, you wanna bite into them while they're red hot uh, and you see them like like we would eat a lobster, like they're using the little tiny uh, lobster forks to <laughs> crack the shell of the tick leg uh, to get the meat inside. Uh, and uh, people are just eating away at it. Did you hear that, Karazor? That backroads bumpkin said chitness instead of chitinous. What a moron. Yes, I, I wasn't, wasn't going to say anything, but... Um, no, we need to call them out when they make mistakes like that. You're right. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Sir. It's, yeah, chitinous. Well, it's chitinous. I don't want to embarrass you in front of all of your friends, but it no, is I'm, I'm pretty sure it's chitinous. Well, <laughs> you're in charge, after all. Chitinous, chitinous. Let's call the whole thing off. Yes, yes. Lovely. Oh, and don't he make turns, sure you... Yeah, good. He turns to the professor, like kind of elbows, elbows her. Says, uh, you know, it's too bad that your friend... the crystal ghost wasn't here to appreciate your incredible joke about cutting off my leg earlier yes well the crystal ghost would uh crystal ghost sense of humor is not quite as refined as as, as mine uh, she might have just cut your, your leg off she might have thought, take, thought I was being serious oh well then perhaps it's a good thing I didn't know she was so literal <laughs> she's a very literal she's a very literal hero I learn new things about your friend every day, it seems. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying something, Mr. Mayor. Yeah, Mr. Oh, Mayor. No, I, 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 I'm, that's not me. I'm one of the elders. Oh, Mr. I'm tell, Elder. I'm telling you what's on your plate. My name what, is... Oh, what, is God. This, what is this faint seasoning that I detect? What do, how on, do you the, on the chitinous tickling? Yes. <laughs> Yes, That's exactly. Old Bay. Old Bay. Uh, old Bay. Oh, no. That is the first normal thing that's happened in this town. This <laughs> season with a little Old Bay. That's the secret of Raven Moore spices. Mostly pre- Old Bay. Mostly <laughs> Old Bay. I prefer yeah. Lowry La- salt. Here's the thing, though. If you like those tick legs, or if you don't like them, just make sure you try the Sturge blood sausage. You see that on the plate, and you see this, like, big, thick, red... Uh, like puddingy type sausage, he's uh, like, "This is our most uh, popular de- delicacy, and it's uh, sp- it, it's prepared from the blood sack of the sturges because that's where all the flavor comes from." Uh, they 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 wait until they're they're quite really engorged, 
and, and, then, and then they pluck them fresh, put them right in the oven. And in the oven, it gets even bigger in there. And right before it's ready to burst, they pull it out and then they pitch the abdomens off and twist it, leaving all the blood in there. And that's how you make the casing. And then they stuff that casing with, with, with all full of blood and whatnot with spices and rye berries and a little more Old Bay. And then you boil that. We love boiling things afterwards. And then what happens is the blood and the spices and the Old Bay and the grains, they congeal, oh forming a briny sausage that is unlike anything you ever tasted. And uh, I've been eating them for a long time because I'm, I'm one of the town elders. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Elder, why do they boil it after seasoning it? Wouldn't the seasoning just wash away in the water? No, no, not not when you you use river water. <laughs> the, you, you mean the the river that we just disposed the 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 uh, diseased pig into, and all the dead bodies are found in? Well, we do it. We did it before the pig was thrown in, so it's probably fine. <sighs> uh, excuse, I'm sorry. Do you, do you have any people food? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I mean. Food fit for human consumption. Are you one of those vegetarians? Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I I would love some veg veges if you have any as an alternative to what you're currently offering. Yes. Well, there's the the, the salad there. Have you ever had flailing? Oh, salad! I didn't know you had salad. Thank you. I, I I'll just excuse excellent me. a salad. Oh yeah, no that that's a special salad. I think you're gonna like that one, especially if you ain't never had flay leaf. Uh, go ahead, take a bite. <laughs> so I he stands and gets goes to the salad bar. What is the salad? Uh, it's just it's this like uh, leafy green uh, that you saw in the mayor's house and you've seen a little bit around town. Uh, it's called flay leaf. Um, <laughs> it doesn't sound ro- good. Doesn't roll sound a knowledge. Roll a knowledge. Nature check. Uh, I do not have knowledge nature or craft. I'm, sitting, I, I'm or sitting there. I can do. It. Either. Uh, natural one. <laughs> so he he takes his little he takes his little tiny fork that for the uh, the tick legs, and he's like poking at it the, the salad, and he like picks up a little bit of leaf of it. And he's like he sniffs it and mm, tastes it. Eats it. It's uh, looks like it's covered in malt vinegar. Um, it's got a bitter and biting flavor. Um. And you eat it, and you start to feel a little uh, euphoric. Uh, roll a fortitude save. Ooh. Uh, a, a, a 20. 20. All right, so you eat it, and you feel like, ooh, a little bit heady. But you're able to gather your wits, and you're like, that's unlike any uh, salad I've ever eaten. You should try the salad. This is really incredible. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Is it like giving him a buzz? Like what's what's uh, the, if he what keeps do you downing it? it after, uh, so you just keep uh, going after it. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'll eat it as well. Once he recommends it, I'll be like, "Oh, great!" All right, roll a fortune save. Uh, I'll join too. Nineteen. Yeah, why not? He recommended it so highly. Nineteen. Braven. Uh, Braven got a twenty. Twenty. Okay. 23 for the professor. All right, so at first bite, you all get that wave of like, what was that? But you're all able to stand firm. However, if you keep eating it, eventually you're going to uh, uh, rule of uh, sort of averages. You'll eventually fail one of these saves. Um, And so you all take one wisdom damage, uh, and you're fatigued for one hour, 
But you also get a plus two bonus uh, against mind affecting effects for the hour. So it's oh, like a wow. mild intoxicant. Wow. Uh, unfortunately, the wisdom damage will last until uh, you rest, but you're fatigued now for an hour. Um, and you feel like, ah, you feel nice and relaxed and a little stupider. Oh, boy. That salad really is incredible. I'm glad we all. I'm glad we all. Raven? Yes. Raven? Yeah. Uh. Raven? Uh. <laughs> Raven, you're. Could you pass? I like. Could you pass the ranch? I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Have I told you guys about my friend? Oh, <laughs> no. My friend. Raven. Alphonse, you've got to hear this. You've got to hear about a friend. Alfonso's just doubled over in laughter. As soon as she says it, he's like, <laughs> do, you know, do you know what you are? I've got this friend. I've got this friend. Do you know what you and are, Professor? You're what? You're really. What am I? You're really. When you put your hair down, you're really pretty. Oh. <laughs> That's horribly inappropriate. Keep, I think. I'm sorry. It's just. It's not. I'm. Do you know what my friend would say if she were here? And she what heard you she say, say something like that. She'd what? say, you, you, you stop it right now. <laughs> you just, you just stop it. Do it. Do it in, do I it in her voice. I no, better yeah, stop it or else I yeah, might see, see the crystal go. She would be like, she'd be like, you stop it. You stop it now. She does the most uncanny impression of the crystal ghost. She does that better than anyone I've ever seen. It's incredible. And then she'd be like, stabby stab. And like, beady beat. That's the Crystal Coast, all right. It's my friend. It's my friend right there. It's <laughs> yeah. uh, the Crystal Coast, all right. He's savvy, savvy, beady yep. beat. She is known for her uh, you guys. non-proportional responses. <laughs> I, wish, <laughs> I wish you guys could be there when she does it. Oh, <laughs> it's great. Uh, hey, I it's great. Hand me that tick. I want, I, I want some of that tick. You want to do the tick? <laughs> and he starts eating oh, it. I, I had so much tick earlier all day. It was so good. I couldn't stop eating it. I'm telling you, no, you think it's good. No, I know. I know you think it's going to be gross, but it is not. Uh, it I is very, very good. I didn't like it before, but now it's like, it's good now. It's yeah, delicious. It is an acquired taste. Do you guys call him a professor? It. I'm a professor. Professor? <laughs> yes. Yes. What, what are you, Professor? Anthropology. 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 Can anyone else still taste things? (laughs) No, that moment has passed. My my tongue feels numb. (laughs) (laughs) Mayor, where's the mayor? Mr. Mayor. Oh, I want to talk to that guy. You look around and everyone's left the festival and you're just sitting (laughs) at an empty table. (laughs) That guy's Uh, great. Where'd he go? <laughs> we can't stay too long. We have to get to the after party at the Shit. mayor's house. After party, after party. <laughs> that's where they bring it in the dancing. <laughs> Where's the music go? Turn the music back on. Where did the music go? <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> 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 this reminds me so much and I don't think we could ever do it justice but do you remember there was that Jade Regent session where the cleric went to the party yeah oh yeah oh yeah. my god I mean I one of the Matthew, biggest laughs were you there for that the cler- what no, party no I no, that was when Chris that was with Chris yeah. oh my god it was amazing 
That was amazing. That was you want to get wet? <laughs> it was <laughs> an, it was, it, it, he was a halfling. And yeah, they invited yeah. him. This guy was like, <laughs> show up at this place. <laughs> and Troy's like, are you, so you're going to go? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go. And like, we all, and so he was the only character that went. And it was like an all halfling opium party (laughs) and it was uh, and we I mean you guys played for like an hour and we just sat there laughing our asses (laughs) are you cool cool man do you party it was was like a Matthew move like I want to go to that party and I had to be like "Ah." but I didn't have a week to prepare I was like alright we're going to that party side session we all just did that I forgot Uh, about that Eventually, you know, after an hour of uh, being uh, fatigued and loopy from this thing, you still uh, have the wisdom damage, but you've been just ravaging uh, the rest of uh, the food, uh, the blood sausage, the tick legs, the silkworm, uh, the black mushrooms and everything, and you are stuffed. But you, in that moment, while you were doing that, you had a really good time, and you kind of got caught up in the festival. Maybe everybody's a little, uh, a little high. And, and I just want to say, uh, Alfonso, beyond that point, uh, continues to eat flay leaf and uh, tick legs uh, well beyond the point where you believe he is full. Uh, he continues to eat, and uh, he's just like, <sighs> just like sitting over the side, a little pale. But this is so good. And he goes back for another one. Making I'll himself assume sick. then that you are constantly fatigued until you rest. That, that's fine. I will take the fatigue dish. <laughs> uh, so, you know, you you eat and uh, you get caught up in it. You get a little stoned. Um, and as that starts to wind down, and everyone is really like overeating because they're all probably uh, they've all dealing with the munchies. Um, Mayor Kriegler uh, stands up and gains everybody's attention. And he's still keeping it together because you know, he's the host and he's got a, maybe at the after party is when he really lets loose, but you can see he's, he's, uh, he's holding together and, uh, he, uh, calls everyone's attention, uh, for the three families to present, uh, their, uh, daughters to the feasters. And so he's like, right. uh, attention, attention, everybody, attention, would the, the three families, uh, presenting their beautiful teenage daughters this evening, uh, please step forward. Uh, and you see three sets of parents step up, each with a, uh, a young, probably 16-year-old daughter, all dressed in white silk robes uh, with intricately braided hair. All, they're all different. You can tell that they spent all day working on this, uh, and it's decorated with garlands of uh, probably local flowers. And you see the Lupescus, uh, Saul, Anya, and Shell, and two other families that you don't recognize. Maybe you saw them around town, but... You didn't have the uh, interaction with them like you did the Lupescus at the uh, blacksmith and trading post. Um, Mayor Kriegler uh, bows his head. And as he does so, the families like step back and the girls uh, leave their parents and start walking around to each table talking. Um, everybody roll a perception check. <clears throat> 23. 19. 27. Seven. All right, so everyone with the exception of Karizor can hear them talking, and it sounds... You can't catch every word of what they're saying, but it sounds like they're saying the same thing to each table, like they're recounting something. Oh, yeah, they're telling the history of the festival. 
That's what they're saying. So eventually, Shell comes up to your table, and where you were only catching be- bits and pieces. <laughs> Look uh, at Joe. Shell. Uh, uh, really go. She owes me a dance. <laughs> and then she he throws her the side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, bro, talk to her while he puts while he like gets a fine up. silk napkin to his mouth. I'm so sorry. <laughs> she sees you and she she's like trying to keep it together, but she looks at you and she gets lost and she kind of shakes out of it because she knows this he is important. And the and she just starts sweating. Uh, and the mayor's there, so this is this is big because this is not only in front of you, this is in front of the mayor and the elders. Um, and she stands up straight and uh, kind of. Uh, does one of these with her hands uh, where she clasps uh, her uh, fingers upside down uh, and she says um, the village of Ravenmore was founded uh, during the Chelish colonialism that saw the birth of much larger cities like Magnamar Corvosa and Riddleport yet where those cities flourished Ravenmore never progressed far beyond its rural beginnings for in the early years the town was ravaged by what appeared to be a supernatural blight with the villagers close to starvation the town's founder a priestess of Desna named Aola Kriegler decided to undertake a vision quest to seek a solution to her villagers problems deep within the Cherwood Iola came upon a circle of druids from whom she learned how to become one with the land, to treat nature with respect, and thus ensure good harvests for her village for generations to come. She returned to Ravenmoor a changed woman. Accompanied by her two druid advisors, Iola worked miracles, and the harvest that year and every year since has yielded enough bounty to keep the villagers well provided for and safe here in Ravenmore. Iola's happy return brought prosperity back to the village by luring the crop's corruption to sleep on the soft wings of dreaming moths. Ravenmore thrives through the dream tender's mercy in Iola's brave spirit that is carried on in the Kriegler line. And she looks at Mayor Kriegler. And he smiles and nods. Uh, and then she takes a deep breath, gives one lost, one last longing look at Alfonso, lingers for a moment, and then moves on. He to claps. The Can we clap? Yeah. That was, that was inspiring and wonderful. I had wondered over and over again what the history of this town was and it's so nice to finally know and to be told by such an eloquent individual. Well done. She curtsies um, and uh, moves on. The mayor's like, that was very nice of you. Uh, we don't always uh, clap for the young girls, but we should. We should do that more. They work, they work hard on this. And, uh, mayor, uh, getting up and speaking yes. in front of a crowd of people the way you do, you make it look so easy. And perhaps now, after many, many years, it comes easy to you. But you cannot... Do not forget how difficult it is to stand in front of people and speak so smoothly and eloquently as she has done. It is very, very impressive and deserves to be applauded. 
No, you're not wrong. I, maybe it's because I don't need the applause that I expect nobody else does as well, because I may look like I know what I'm doing up there, but I still get the pre-festival jitters every time this day of the month comes around. That's that's very nice of you to say, and I'm sure the the young lady appreciates it. Uh, seems like you've uh, you've really taken to things here. I saw you enjoying the flayleaf salad a little too much, but that's all right. That's part of the feast. That's part of the festival. That's part of the fun. Mm. I... Would not agree more that uh, taking in this local custom, especially the food, has been uh, very, very special. Uh, I've never had anything quite like it. The flay leaf or the tick legs, of course. Uh, shocking how good it all is. And I wonder how much of it would not have existed had you not had such a strange and harrowing past. It uh, does, in a way, seem that good has come out of this. You are not Magnamar, you are not Riddleport, but they have their own problems. Uh, and you do not suffer from those problems, so there are positives I think we could see here. This is why more city folks should come out here and visit us. I'm sure when you walked into town and saw people pushing sturges around and saw little kids riding on ticks, nuzzling blood sacks and whatnot, you thought, what is going on here in this silly town? But after a while, it starts to become comforting. And for us, Let it's me home. Ask you, Mayor. Let me yeah. ask you, Mayor, have you ever yourself been to Magnamar or Riddleport or even Corvosa? I have, I have. Uh, business has taken me there from time to time, but it's it's not my speed. I was raised here. I'll probably die here uh, under the dream tender's watchful eye. But uh, it's nice to get out once in a while. I find that when I do and I come back here, I'm able to uh, bring a little bit of that culture uh, back here. And uh, I think it helps me be an effective ruler to see how how the other side lives. Yeah, I believe that it is important uh, to collect that knowledge and use it to uh, advance your own people in the ways that you choose to. Uh, but let us not keep you. We, we have access to you at uh, the after party, right? But of course, yes. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. I am going to make the rounds here. Uh, we're going to have to pick one of these young ladies soon, and maybe I'll ask for your input. Um, but uh, please, uh, excuse me for a moment. Uh, and he goes around and shaking hands and uh, kissing ticks. Um, and <laughs> you see, uh, eventually the other two, uh, young ladies come and, and give the same speech. Um, and it's pretty much word for word. Uh, they both stumble over a couple of words, whereas... Of course they uh, do, because they're fucking garbage. <laughs> yeah. I start booing relentlessly at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, a, he's an eagle fat. He's like, oh, <laughs> what? What are you, what are you, an idiot? They're standing two feet away from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tick leg at him. <laughs> I own a creek level. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, they uh, they they do the same thing for the rest of the tables, uh, recounting this rehearsed story. Um, and then after the the whole story's been told by all three uh, girls in turn, um, table to table, uh, Mister uh, or Mayor Kriegler comes back and uh, sits down. And you, uh, he addresses his council first. He's like, we had a, a good show in this month. All three uh, young women, uh, if they don't win uh, this month, I'm sure they're going to win next month or the month after that. But uh, this is a special one here, especially for our guests. I, uh, I'd be curious to think what the four of you thought. Uh, any of those young ladies uh, strike your eye as the perfect, uh, perfect queen for this founder's feast? This seems to be an inappropriate conversation 
for us to be having about some young ladies, so I think we should abstain. Yes? Well, Why now. is it inappropriate? Uh, you mean? Uh, well, because they're children. Just that, 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 that simple reason. Children should learn how to speak to uh, adults, should they not? To they're speak coming of age. They're, they're no longer little girls. These are young women. Wait, they're, ch- they're children? This conversation continues to make me more and more uncomfortable. I can't, I'm sorry. I just, I can't tell with humans. I just don't. I, I, I swear <laughs> we all look the same to you. <laughs> like, I literally couldn't tell them apart if you asked me. I, <laughs> can, you, can, you te- can, you, can you tell the difference between me and any of the other humans in our group? Well, no, you have a distinctive, you have a distinctive odor, which come to think of it. Very similar to another <laughs> person. I can't. It's, it's as if it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, give me a moment. I'll think. I can't imagine who that could possibly be. Oh no! It's never occurred to me before. The Pliny's mare. Go on. Well, no, I just uh, I understand what you're saying, Professor. But uh, these young women will be married in just a few short years. This is. These are sixteen-year-old young women. Uh, it's it's nothing wrong with just uh, judging on how they did. They had an assignment, and I think they all did a good job. We just got to pick who was the best today. Uh, and if uh, you'd like to abstain, that's fine. Is one uh, is one taller than the other two? Uh, well, I guess uh, I guess one of them would be uh, considered the tallest. I'd have to put them all next to each other. Uh, why do uh, you ask? That one. You like the tallest one. It's the only characteristic I can discern. <laughs> All right, that's that's one vote for the tallest one. Uh, oh, come on, that was... it was clear that the uh, Shell was the best speaker of all of them. It must be Shell. Oh, they have names. Yes, what, Shell. What I don't know the other one's name. Shell. I know Shell's name. It was, Shell? Uh, Shell like Pescu. Shell of a tick? No, it's a, just one L. A shell? Is that just what you're one. saying? Yes, uh, there would be a chitinous. Uh, it's probably short for my shell. Oh, I see. Shell Pescu uh, was uh, was one of them, and then there was uh, Sally Squash Nugget, obviously. <laughs> Sally Squash Nugget. The Squash Nuggets have been here for a long time. Uh, they built this town, uh, and then uh, and then of course, uh, of course, Beatrice Butterfiddle. Beatrice Butterfiddle. Yeah, Shell Pescu, Sally Squash Nugget, and Beatrice Butterfiddle. Three. Three great families. Three of the any great Ravenmore families. Any relation to the to the uh, to the, the the squash nuggets of uh, Riddleport? The Riddleport squash nuggets. You know what? They just might be. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Those names. The, the, the names you were saying is that was happening? Yes, yes, yes. Sally, Literally Beatrice, and Shell. It is just gibberish. It just let, sounds. Let like me gibberish. make it. Let me make it easy on you. Our table votes for Shell. There we. There you go. There you go. Miss Lepescu. All right, uh, elders. Uh, what, what do you think? You think Miss Lepescu is the founder's feast queen this month? And they're all like. The elders agree that Shell is probably the best choice. Thank you for your input, and you know, Professor, I think there might be something we could learn from you as well. Maybe. Maybe uh, these traditions could be updated. It's tough, though. People are used to a certain thing. Uh, I'd like to pick your brain uh, over a whiskey or two later about what you would suggest we would do, because we can't make whole-scale changes, but, you know, I'm always up for some innovation. 
I would be delighted. I I enjoy whiskey traditions. Well, I've got... I've got two or three bottles back at the place where we'll talk all about it. Uh, ooh, I am getting tired, though. Uh, let me uh, let me announce the queen and uh, get this party get this party going. Um, so he stands up and it's like, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to announce this month's Founders Feast Queen. It was a tough decision. All three young women are queens in their own right. And if they are not crowned this day, they will be crowned the next or the day after that, no doubt. Unless they die of consumption. <laughs> or many of the other horrible diseases that take people from Ravenmore at far too young an age. In which case, this would have been their only chance to become Founders Feast Queen. In which case, they will be rolled down to the river. So try to burn them, and in lieu of burning, we'll just throw them in the river. In lieu of burning, we'll roll them down a hill. Into a river. And then we will boil our ticks in that same water. They will make a fine seasoning of our sausages one day. Yes. Maybe and we'll sprinkle day. a little old bay on Beatrice Butterfiddle before we toss her in the water. And then one day their skull will wash up near Skendikadze and return to us once more. <laughs> it will adorn a raft proudly. <laughs> Just like old Skelly Jones. She was a Founders Feast Queen back in Art 2. The same uh, year that, uh, that, uh, that Vinegar Tom that won Tom, the race. Vinegar Tom won the Johns. <laughs> that was That's a big amazing. year. That was that a big year. Big year. Uh, Scully Jones nobody was the Founders forget Feast Queen. Too, nobody will forget Art 2. Uh, yeah, it was a hell of a Founders <laughs> Feast. Flayleaf was cooking that night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he says, uh, Shell Lupescu! And the, the the family looks even more excited than Shell. Uh, Saul and Anya are just like, ah And uh, the other parents uh, whisk their daughter away. Uh, daughter's away. And uh, you see uh, Shell is brought out. And uh, they're like, uh, it is tradition uh, for uh, the Founders Feast Queen to choose a member of the community to have her first dance with Shell uh, oh. uh, congratulations uh, he puts a, a, cr- a crown on her head made of like raven's feathers and flowers he says who among us would you like to dance with and she looks right at Alfonso and it's like I choose him you do me a great honor my queen and he bows at the waist uh, is Alfonso a good dancer yeah, dude. He's a like, great dancer. What how good? Like, good enough to roll to see how well he dances? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, he didn't go so far. It wasn't... It was frowned upon on the ship he previously served on to put ranks and perform dance, but he knows a, bit, a little bit about dancing. I'd say maybe an acrobatics check just to see how he really oh, launches right. into it. All right. Yes. Uh, it's fast dancing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a hoedown. I mean, it's this, a is, this is the music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, okay. It's a hoedown. <laughs> uh, all right, acrobatics check. Uh, could it, uh, it's so high, but I'm still going to do inspiration because I just I have to. Crush it. Uh, this Crush is too it. important. Uh, and by the way, I am fatigued. This is with fatigued. <laughs> he summons up the energy to get a 28. Oh, in acrobatics. 28. <laughs> uh, He's so such a beast. 
there people are uh, clapping like oh, I don't know if I should I don't know and then you just like whip her around like uh, Antonio Banderas in four rooms <laughs> and uh, you guys cut a rug and she keeps up with you uh, for her yeah, part she's good yeah that's great uh, and you guys are going crazy to this music and people are whooping and hollering and you're spinning around with her and you just see all those faces in the crowd and they all look kind of grotesque because you've been eating flay leaf <laughs> non-stop for three hours <laughs> yeah it's flay leaf madness maybe it's one of those things where you think you're dancing really well and you're just like <laughs> right it's uh it's uh what was it what was like Elaine uh, Leonardo DiCaprio movie what was that Oh, uh, oh uh, Wolf, Wolf of Wall, Wall Street. Street. Yeah, yeah, Wolf yeah. of Wall Street. <laughs> or uh, there's an episode of Always Sunny too, where they, where they go to their high school reunion. That's the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think it's amazing, and you're just like punching people in the crowd with your spastic <laughs> movements, just like falling over, and like people picking me up. <laughs> so you, you you're hurting everyone, and it's, it's, it's horrible to watch. You're sweating. Uh, <laughs> Eventually, it's like, bum, 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 and you dip her, and your eyes lock, and she says to you, I'm going to come find you later tonight, because the Founders Feast Queen needs her king, and she winks and walks away. I have so many, so many problems with this. <laughs> you did not hear it, Professor. No, Jesus. the Professor didn't. Matthew. Matthew. I have no problems. problem. It was with- a different time, Matthew. <laughs> this was Ravenmore back in right. Oct 2. I have no yeah. problem with Troy have to remember that Alfonso is not old and gross like <laughs> me. He's a strapping young adventurer. I don't think that was my objection, Joe. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could have changed her age. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, the right this age is the of difference. Twelve. Right, yeah. this is the difference between reading Game oh. of Thrones and watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Anywho, she says she wants uh, you know every Founders Feast queen should have a king, and she gives you this very like come hither look, and then just walks away to her parents. She gets to uh, her mother Anya, who's like fixing her hair, and you can see them kind of gossiping a little bit. Like, oh, what was he like? Did he smell good? He looked really high. Um, <laughs> really high and bloated and she just looks over her shoulder at you and you know that they're uh, talking about you but eventually the uh, the feast I'm going to go over there you're going to go over there okay yeah well the I feast is kind of winding down around you the crowning of the queen is the final big event but when I say winding down there are people who are just as messed up as you are and now the heavy drinkers are out while the kids are being put to bed uh, everybody's now getting in their cups uh, so you walk over there to where uh, Anya and Shell are. Um, yeah. So I'll walk up to Anya and uh, is, uh, what's his name? I literally left Saul. my book in New Jersey. Yeah, uh, Saul. Uh, he walks up Isn't to Saul. Isn't that a Bruce Springsteen song? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, Jersey. I'm personally offended by this. In the swamps of Jersey. <laughs> now I, I don't know how to write a song. I feel personal attack against I feel that. personally attacked. I left a attacked. great song in New Jersey. Um, I'm going to write that song. What you can't uh, see in what you can't see in this room is the framed photo of Bruce Springsteen that is in my apartment. Just waving the New Jersey flag. Is there With a the New cannoli flag? on the other hand. 
It's a Photoshopped cannoli. In New Jersey. <laughs> the, so, the song sounds vaguely like wa- walking in Memphis every time you walking start. Yeah. Yeah. I, I keep doing walking in Memphis. <laughs> I live my notes in New Jersey. I like the idea that the, the main metaphor of the song is that because he left his notebook, he can't write a song. <laughs> yes, right. yes. No, I can't write a song. Like he's, there's no, uh, there's nothing else to write on. Uh, or is he just so inspired by that no- notebook he can't, he can't possibly create without it? I don't know. As uh, words said, fly out of my head, and there's nowhere for them to land. <laughs> As someone who was recently trying to solve all of my problems by finding a new, new notebook, I understand and empathize. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. I know your feelings here because we're making fun of Bruce Springsteen or we're making fun of notebooks. No, no, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> both. They're both sensitive both. subjects for you. Four K notebooks. Both third rails in my uh, <laughs> good mood. It's, a, it's, a ma- Two. <laughs> it's very sensitive areas. It's in Matthew's living room. The framed picture of the notebook. Yeah, that's next to Bruce. <laughs> it's, you've got uh, his face stamped over Rachel McAdams. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> they're like in the rain. In the rain. Remember. It's, it's Bruce remember. and you. Bruce and- <laughs> um, I took a I took a shower for that photo shoot just so it would match. <laughs> oh, uh, so good. It is just Anya and Shell when you go over there. Oh, really? He's not there. Yeah. Well, he's around, but he's uh, okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll walk over and I'll say, uh, congratulations, my dear, and wow. Uh, just what a spectacular dancer you are. You took my breath away. Uh, incredible. Just incredible. And she's and a lot you, more. my lady. Yeah. He turns to Anya and he says, I must say, I, I saw you speaking to Shell earlier and I could only assume you were giving her the notes she needed to give the wonderful speech that she gave. And I can tell you without question, there was no bias. We had not spent enough time with Shell to think uh, anything other than uh, we must uh, receive all of these women equally and each one we listened to and Shell was by far the best and so it was I must I must assume you and your husband who had told her exactly how to finally hone her craft and you should be proud she did a wonderful job and I just wanted to thank you for uh, helping us have such an inspiring evening Mr. Moria, you you are quite the talker. You have nothing but nice things to say. I don't know if you're here to flatter me or if you're going to be running for the next mayor. That is, that is very kind of you. And may I say, you are quite the dancer. We've had city folk roll through here before, but I've never seen anybody cut a rug like that. And with my daughter, no less. You know, she's when- only 16. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> How dare you? Well, that is that is not what she said to me. Oh, I was married at thirteen. It's fine. <laughs> uh, that is all I wanted to say. Congratulations and well done. He says to Anya, uh, "You should be proud. Uh, enjoy your evening. I'm going to rejoin my friends and then we'll go back." Goodbye, Mr. Moria. Goodbye, Alfonso. Uh, and you walk back over to your buddies. Um, is anybody else doing anything as people are getting uh, a little bit rowdier and uh, the rest of them are kind of winding down? Uh, I think the professor is trying to learn the line dances. Uh, and taking She's taking notes and then she does it. So she can remember them later when she's not uh, inebriated on flyleaf. 
<laughs> Are you like drawing the steps? Like two yes, feet exactly. with, like the, with like, the line? Yeah. Just like the dotted line and arrow. <laughs> I don't know what, don't oh, know what that's oh. from, but uh, yeah. Um, so that's what you do. I think Braven is moving from table to table and just stopping for a moment with his back to them and eavesdropping to hear if he can hear anything out of the ordinary. Okay. Um, what do you want to do? Like some, you want to do some kind of roll or, or just listen? Yeah, okay, yeah. Perception's good. It wouldn't be diplomacy because I'm overhearing uh, them. Okay. Um, 14 on the die for a 20. Um, you hear a couple people thinking, say like, uh, oh, can you believe, can you believe that pig? The way it just died and came back to life. That son of a bitch was dead, I saw it. <laughs> then it wrenched up, started sprouting legs and flower traps. I Blood re- coming out of his eyes and whatnot. And re- then it uh, came back to life. I returned to the table with my incredibly important reconnaissance report. And everyone uh, nods. Oh, you know what, Braven? This is this is crazy. I got swept up in the festival and the food. Uh, I completely forgot there was a horrible interplanar creature that burst out and almost tried to kill us. It's ho- it did try to kill it's, us. Almost killed us. It's often hard to see the forest for the trees when young blo- love blooms. Well, perhaps. Nice. But I think that it is the whole town. They have seemed to not have minded at all, and it has seeped over to me. I, I've gotten caught up in the festival completely forgetting that this thing happened. Yes. I mean, I'm pretty high right now, but I also have to... <laughs> this is very strange. Right. And, uh, just so uh, I'm clear, we we were not high when it turned into a flyleaf, no. black-eyed, horrible creature from the nether place. No. Right? Yes, exactly. exactly. We, got, that... we got high after that. Right, right. I, w- I was remembering that correctly. I... It turned into a mantis wings. Yes. Oh, Oh, you know what I just remembered? What? It, it cried like a little human oh, baby. That was Did so you hear fucked it? up. That was so fucked up. So fucked up. That was so fucked up. I'm just now realizing <laughs> maybe I got high because I didn't want to remember that. Oh, shit. Oh, man. I'm having a bad trip, guys. Okay. Calm down. Hold it together, man. The professor just dances by. What are you guys talking about? With their notebook. Yeah. We were just rating your looks from one to ten. <laughs> we gave you a five. Have I told you about my friend? <laughs> She'll kill you. You're a seven yes. with your hair down. Like Put accident. your hair down. I know she's a fan of responding to minor insults with murder. <laughs> uh. Don't joke about these things. And the professor dances off and she's like... Angrily dancing off, like angrily doing like the electric slide. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Both middle fingers up. Uh, <laughs> angrily doing the electric slide. <laughs> that's all wedding songs now. Uh, slide to the left. Slide, slide to the Crisscross. Cha cha one time. Cha cha now, y'all. Go again. Uh, Never seen her dance that angrily before. <laughs> Never seen the cha-cha slide done with such a figure. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what else? Everybody so, doing? Anything? Is there? Uh, so, my previous knowledge check. Now, reflecting on it, is there any um, anything that about like uh, you know this creature, like what brings it, or what you know what I mean, like why, how it would be able to travel through planes, or 
you know, what draws it. Because usually with extraplanar creatures, there's something that they're drawn to or something that they wish to do, you know, within this plane or, or, or something like that. I'm just curious if that factors in at all. Uh, thinking more on uh, the creature, uh, you realize that it was a type of uh, uh, clip-off? Oh, which oh. Is, holy shit. Oh. Which is that, like a demon, basically. Yeah, they're like demons of the ancient, ancient world, right? Yeah. You guys fought one in uh, Raiders of the Lost Continent. We did. Really? Yeah. Oh, wait, is that the thing, the buzz thing? Yeah, I believe oh, so. Right? Oh, okay. Is yeah. that a clipoth? Mm. I think so. Kiel, Kielpoth? I can't remember. No, Kielpoth. Q-L-I-P-P-O-T-H. It's in, in, I think it's in like Hebrew mythology or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember Dragon Lord of Adriel. That's why you got Kielpoth. No, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Yeah, no. These things, I know what you're talking about, Troy. They're like, they're like, they like pre-exist the abyss. They're like, they're crazy, uh, I think, old demonic uh, extraplanar creatures. Um so would I have any reason to know why it would be here? Is is there just uh, it's just a bad bad coincidence or terrible random event or could something yeah, if, draw it here or if you talk to anybody about it like do you bring it up to any of the villagers? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And if you ask anybody, they're just like, well, uh, we get things like that here now and then. Uh, there's this bad magic in the ground here. Bad magic from a long time ago. Uh, the dream tender normally protects us from it. Uh, now and then, uh, some of the animals, they get the badness in them. They ain't uh, praying like we do. They ain't supplicating and uh, doing doing all the, 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 the prayers and whatnot like we do to the dream tender. Uh, so maybe it seeps into the animals from time to time. That's what we always say when they see an animal turn demon and whatnot. So he'll turn to, uh, he'll turn to Karazor Raven. All right. Stop eating the, the flay leaf. Try oh, not to oh. eat anything that comes from the ground here. I mean, not only could it... Yes, it has had a somewhat positive and uh, humorous effect on us, but from what they are saying, it's possible that there was some event that happened here many, many years ago that could have blasted the earth in a way with planar energies that could still to this day create a, uh, a poison within the very ground. And if the creatures are becoming infested, it's probably because they are eating the, from the ground, plants from the ground. I'm beginning be to be very careful. I'm beginning to be very, very worried that Elias Kyle is not in Riddleport. Well, no, I do not. I do not think so. But it is at the mayor's house where I think we will find out more. Mm. Wait, let me think on it for a moment. Could I uh, try to roll a knowledge history? To see if I know of any like ancient Verisian history of this place where there might have been some great battle or something like that, where there could be a residual extraplanar awfulness. But you know, imagine like the world wound, right? And it's but it's it's like ten thousand years in the future, and like it was all fixed then. But like yeah. there's like this insidious thing in the ground. Yeah, roll knowledge um, history. I'll check too. Uh, that is a seventeen, and that's with inspiration. Karizor or anything? Uh, 12. The only thing you really have to go on is what um, the young women said in their speech that the... Uh, it's always the, been there since the It was like a supernatural blight, and that's why Iola Kriegler went on her vision quest to trying to find a way to cure it uh, in the circle of druids she met. 
uh, taught her how to treat the land with more respect. But, but what is well, what do they actually do? Is it just the festival, or are there other things that they do to actually well, treat the land with respect? What they did two generations ago may be very different uh, to what they do now. This festival might just be paying lip service to whatever magical uh, shit the druids did. You know oh, so I mean? maybe that maybe that statue at the Standing Stones is like straight from the druids. Like this is what you should do, but over time it's gotten sort of forgotten a little bit, and they do these Possibly. festivals and stuff. But. You did see a chapel while you were here. Um, oh, we did? It, it looked a little run down, and you guys didn't go into oh, it. Come but on, you do, man. You always go to the chapel in Let's these modules. The you always go to the chapel. Always go to the chapel. <laughs> always be closing. <laughs> always be chapeling. Always be chapel. 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 But a blight is actually such a curse on the land that nothing can grow. It's infertile, right? So we would assume that the blight is gone at this point, but maybe there's a residual effect, or maybe they're making sacrifices or doing something besides this otherwise uh, uh, collegial and and family-friendly monthly festival. Maybe that's what... That's what's suppressing the blight is whatever, like some kind of pact that they made with some dark forces. I mean, I was thinking that maybe they were sacrificing the queen each month is what I was thinking. But I think we asked asked earlier. It could be true. We asked earlier. But our people are leaving, right? Like it's winding down. So people are going home. Only the drunks are staying. And okay. So it seems like it is over and they haven't done a blood sacrifice. Could we wander over to the chapel by any chance? Sure, you want to leave the festival and go check out the chapel? It's always like, a, take, like, take a constitutional. It's always yeah. a good place to pee when you're Get drunk. Get some fresh air. Yeah, go pee behind the chapel. Yeah. Yeah. Pee in it. Uh, classic, <laughs> classic La Valley. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love peeing outside. Um, <laughs> got, got arrested for it. Let's go. I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I had a... Uh, got thrown in jail overnight for it. That's not true. I had a, a PBA card. I was leaving work. I hadn't had a single drink. I was bartending at a club, and I had to piss so bad, but I didn't want to walk through the throng of losers to get to the bathroom. So I was just like, I think I can make it home. I get three steps out the door, and I'm like, I'm going to piss my pants. And there was a paddy wagon right there, uh, NYPD paddy wagon, and I'm like, there's nobody in there. I, I have to pee. You know that? He's like, it's happening. It's, I'm not going to pee in my pants. I'm going to pee in this alcove. So I just ducked in there and peed just whoop, whoop. Two seconds later, a guy comes out. Uh, what are you doing there? I'm like, I'm sorry. I bartend right there, and my, my penis is going to explode uh, if you don't let me do this. And he's like, uh, I need to see your license. And I was like, fuck, oh, I'm going no. to jail. And so I hand him my license, and I'm like, I'm, I'm really sorry. I, you can you breathalyze me. I haven't had a single drink. I literally just going to piss my pants. Uh, and I said, here, I don't know if this makes any difference, but here's a, a Policeman's Benevolent Association card. Uh, from another bar I used to work at. I was friends with this cop. Uh, and so he looks at my license. He looks at the card. And he hands it to the other guy. The guy's like, oh, I was in basic with this guy. It's a good cop. It's a good guy. He's like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, all right. I ran out of here. Get the cop just happened to know the cop on the PBA. Wow. Card. Wow. wow. Dude, so that's crazy. As I was yeah, I, also, it didn't re- it, yeah, you're probably the first person in 100 years to be caught pissing on the street in Manhattan without having a drink. Like that right. is a really rare occurrence. Probably yeah. hasn't happened since. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think I've peed on the street. No, I have peed on the street since. I like peeing on the street. 
I have I never. I probably haven't peed on. No, no, no. Yeah, I did pee on the street. You know what my move is? I whip my my Johnson out, and I go. I stand between two parked cars, and I go on my phone, and I just like keep my hand on my hip, and I'm like, yeah, 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 and I'm just peeing the whole time. Like, oh no, totally. Yeah, I'm coming. I'll look around. Like, yeah, no, I'll be there soon. Meanwhile, there's a giant puddle coming from like there's a gas leak. Like, hey, all right, which way? Right, well, see, see you soon, mom. Oh my and god. I hang up. <laughs> That was my go-to move back in the day. It was actually... Whip it out and leave it out there and be like, yep, yep, yep. He's kind of turned into an awful person, but Gavin McInnes, the founder of Vice, has a video on YouTube with 20 different strategies on how to pee in public, which includes like a Dunkin' Donut like coffee cup and like opening it up like more than it possibly should and just walking like casually. And the, and the, the idea is misdirection. <laughs> Just always have people looking at your head, so you have to pretend yeah. like you're in an argument with someone on the phone. Like, yeah. what the fuck, no, man? P P P. What the fuck is happening on this stream? Oh, well, it's called fun, we're talking Matthew. about it's how to fun. We're talking about how to times. release your stream in public on the stream. Uh, I have never urinated. Out, like in, uh, in, on oh, a street. Okay, wow. Matthew, let he Matthew, who has not urinated throw the first yellow water balloon. Matthew, Matthew, I'm going to blow your mind right now. Yes. You are yes, streaming good. in public right now. It's a good point, Skid. It's a good point. All over the world. Or at least to the people who are watching this. Hundreds <laughs> of people are watching you stream. You should hold up your phone while you do it. Uh, yeah. What? Yep. God damn it. What choices have I made about my life? Oh. Yeah. I yeah, could be doing I it guess. right now. You guys wouldn't yeah, even I know. know. Exactly. <laughs> I have only myself to blame. Uh, yeah, I'll be right there, Bob. Yeah. yeah. Here we are. Which yeah. way? Right. Okay. Left, right. Well, sometimes I'll just say myself. directions. Left, right, right, left, right. <laughs> Northeast. Classic. Classic. They're like, Let's I go think check he out was, the church. I think he was giving that guy That's... a video game code. You go over to the uh, church and you just hear the sounds of drunken revelry in the background. Um, sort of fade out the closer you get to the church. I've moved the map to the rat map of Ravenmore. Uh, if you were up uh, to the north here in the festival grounds, the uh, the the church is down uh, sort of to the s- south south uh, west. I always screw those up. And it's, uh, it's in ruins. You can see that the ceiling of a uh, clearly abandoned uh, church has mostly caved in and while its uh, two-story steeple still stands, uh, the bell that once hung inside of it has gone missing. Do you step inside? Yeah. Yep. Do we? You walk in, and it's all in ruins, and uh, you see a single, rather crude idol of... assume it's Desna... They're they're like weird Desna. Is it similar to the statue at the Standing Stone? It's it's very similar. This one is more akin to a gourd faced, straw stuffed scarecrow uh, than a proper statue, just kind of sagging against what remains of the pulpit wall. Um, You you can tell. You need to get this module for your friends and run it at Halloween, like all of October. Started in September, go into October. A gourd faced scarecrow? Are you shitting me? I'm telling you, I said it before we started, and we're seven eps in. It's one of the best matches I've ever read, and we're just scratching the surface. You can tell, all of you, that this place hasn't been used in decades. Uh, It does not not make any sense. The the state of the church sort of borders on blasphemy. Yeah, Hmm. same thing with the Standing Stones. 
It, it is almost an effigy. And then here they, they claim to do a festival every month in order to uh, praise their God. Everyone you talk to says, may the dream tender light your way. They, they seem to be such a religious people, yet their chapel has fallen into ruin. Uh, and even inside there is some level of effigy to it. Perhaps we have not discovered the true chapel. Yes, perhaps they have some other, some other place of worship more attuned to, to their rough senses. Maybe their chapel is in their dreams themselves. Maybe they commune with this dream tender. It's not a physical place, but one of the mind and the spirit that transcends Ravenmore itself. It is interesting that they would pick a perverted version of Desna to be so focused on. Mm. Uh, I'm going to start searching. Actually, I'm going to go over to the uh, the effigy and take a good, hard look at it. Yeah, you look at it, and it's just you see the 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 whatever pumpkin or gourd that it was used for head is like rotting, and it's got these straw wings on the back of it. It's very, very unsettling. Weird. Um, I take my tick fork out and start like picking it apart. Kind of like poking <laughs> into it if there's anything. <laughs> you kept the you tick stole fork. the cutlery. I love you it. Stole the cu- the cutlery. Classic. Uh, you you start picking at the uh, the gourd, and uh, a big chunk of it falls off, and like <laughs> a spider the size of your fist comes out and like wraps around the edge of it, and then scurries off into oh. what remains of the pews. Um, but there's nothing inside of the head um can I look around for some sort of like other like a some sort of basement that used to be in here or a cellar something that uh, something that would lead to underground maybe there's some sort of like underground chapel or something yeah roll uh roll perception you all can if you have stone cutting you can use that 26 nice Nice. 26 is pretty good. Um, and you look around, you're feeling uh, for like, is there like a place where there used to be stairs or something? You don't see anything. If there is, it's collapsed. No one's been here in this small little town, which people would walk by this church every day. No one's used it. There's a layer of dust an inch thick on everything. Perhaps we should ask the mayor about this. Perhaps Yes, he might know. Perhaps the mayor doesn't want to discuss it. And with Well, that would be telling too, wouldn't it? Without knowing anything about Desna or her rights, uh, Braven will just close his head and say a quiet little prayer of just please bless us, Desna, in our journey for forward as the traveler and the goddess of luck. We need you now more than ever. Just to see. Please, Braven, this is neither the time nor the place. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's very really fun. It's exactly <laughs> the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so no one's really used this place. Uh, inch of dust on everything, and, and it's just completely untouched, and it's kind of in the middle of town so it's a little strange 
for a town that just constantly talks about their fealty to the dream tender, mm. uh, their church is in ruins. This bothers me so much. I mean, could I possibly do a knowledge? God, I hate doing this, but I, I'm just trying to like, think of what the question I want to ask, which is like a knowledge religion that's basically, uh, is there any sort of direction in like, um, you know, like religious uh, affiliation or religious worship as effigy, you know what I mean? Where it's meant as a form of respect, but is in fact just incorrect as opposed to being intentionally uh, uh, blasphemous. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, mm-hmm. is there any history of that? Has that happened before? Is there any other examples of that that I could think of? They're trying uh, their best. Right, exactly. Is it they're <laughs> trying their best? Or Oh, that's actually pretty good. 27, knowledge religion. The only sense you get is it seems like a conflict between your knowledge of Desna and their knowledge of Desna. But it's but there's this other influence as well that's creeping in. And so you don't know if that other influence is like another religion that is muddying the waters or it's just like other uh just like a game of telephone that has gone down through the ages and muddied up uh their uh, their depiction of it. I, I what understand. might seem ugly to you might seem reverent to them. Okay, especially so maybe, after in a town that's eating tick legs and nuzzling yeah. uh, Sturge's bellies. All right, perhaps I am overthinking it. Maybe effigy is the wrong word. I keep saying effigy, but uh, that might uh, hold the wrong connotation. It might send us down a line of thinking that is not uh, uh, helpful in any way. Mm. Perhaps it is an honest uh, mistake. And we need to get to the bottom of it. Where did the mistake come from? And maybe that will give us some answers. At this point, I think talking to the mayor is our best bet. Yes. Confront him, I say. Yes. Tie him down. Call in the silver, the crystal ghost to put the silver <laughs> blade in his throat. I mean, who knows? The crystal ghost could be in the town already. <laughs> You know we're the only ones in the chapel, right? No one's been out here before. Look at the dust on the floor. No one has been here for a very long time. I am so... Nobody knows how the crystal ghost travels. Okay, Some so say she it. disappears like the night wind <laughs> traveling from place to place. Are you sure you aren't a professor of histrionics and bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> Holy Perhaps. fuck. Histrionics and bullshit. Perhaps good, I did my dissertation on bullshit. When you hear, you'll hear, but you'll you'll be walking through the town at night and hear a slight noise behind you, and turn around and see nothing. Perhaps the crystal ghost is there already, keeping you safe. <laughs> all safe right, all, all right, from the horrors of the world. All right, Professor Marilyn Maudlin, we gotta go to the mayor's house. Shut the fuck up. Perhaps <laughs> he's sitting in this building with us right now. How would we know? How would, How would we, know? we know? And I turn to Brave. Is it just let her do it? All right, you're right, Carzar. <laughs> Some heroes wear capes. <laughs> Some walk the earth as we, immortals. Uh, we start making our way to the mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> She's still talking. Some are, are like the night wind. Wait, and wait, guys. Where are you going? From- Where are you going? Wait, guys. Wait up. I think I saw the crystal ghost over this way. <laughs> I doubt that, but 
I sincerely doubt it. So Wait, come back. Wait for me. <laughs> you see in the distance that the bonfires that were lit before the feast are all slowly being doused uh, as the feast uh, comes to a, a true spiritual end. Now, there's still stragglers, still people uh, kind of partying well into the night. It's kind of like the parties in uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. That if, like, yeah. if you stay for the whole party, there's still people going like an hour and hours into the morning, still talking. There's still people like that, like uh, sitting around a little too deep in their cups, a little too high on flay leaf, and who knows what else. You actually see uh, some people walking home uh, have a little uh, effigy in their hand, similar to the uh, thing you saw in the ruined chapel. Um, and it looks like it has moth wings. It's very uh, uh, rudimentarily made, but they almost all have it. And as they're walking home, you walk by, you see them just light it on fire and hold it in front of them. As they slowly walk home and it burns in their hand, and then they just let it go. And so as you're wake, making your way to the mayor's manor, you see the large fires dice out, uh, douse out, but all over town, these small little fires appear of the effigies of Desna being burnt. And you reach the steps of the mayor's house and turn around and just see lights all over the city. Oh my God. Coming on and going out. And we'll see you next week. Oh! oh Oh, I want to talk to this dude right now. <laughs> oh, this is too much. Glass Cannon Podcast Side Quest Side Sesh Series is a Glass Cannon Network production. Paizo Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are property of Paizo Inc. and are used with permission. The Glass Cannon Network is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Inc.